When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. All right, on the overnight crowd, you all know that a moment of the weekend for me was the state of origin. I was bucket list item, wanting to go to it. I got to go to it. Couldn't have been happier with the result, with the way New South Wales played, with the fact that the crowd seemed more New South Wales heavy than Queensland, which I wasn't expecting. And to keep me up and about and have the vibe continue, James Sully Sullivan has been kind enough to join me here on the overnight crowd. Sull, great to have you on board. Hey, Jen. How you going? All right? Oh, yeah, what a day. Oh. <laughs> Well, well, what a day and what a night. And, and firstly, just congratulations to the people of WA and, you know, 59-plus uh, thousand. It's, um, it was superb. And we keep knocking on the door. That's what we keep letting them know. We love our rugby league over there in the West. <laughs> don't, don't we what? And, the, look, it was incredible. The pe- everyone was in either team colour. There, it was very rare that there was someone who wasn't sporting a colour either way. So it was a, a real good spectacle that way. The crowds flocked in. <laughs> hours in advance. I've never seen Optus Stadium so busy and it's never taken me longer to get home from Optus Stadium. So you can see the crowd was definitely there for a good time. But Sal, what did you make of the game? New South Wales answered back from game one in emphatic style. Yeah, they did indeed. And and it was a game obviously was there for the taking just before half time when probably the most crucial decision of the, the night, obviously the Felice Kafusi sin binning totally changed the game. Um, Kafusi gets sent to the sin bin, toss, scores right on half time. For the next 10 minutes, they've got 12 men, and New South Wales had a lot of footy. And that was a big thing. They had 61% of the football uh, over the, well, 60 had come up, but early in the day, last night reading, it was 61% of the football. And it was that 10 minute period when Kafusi wasn't on the field that New South Wales just sapped the absolute guts out of Queensland. And it was quite interesting. He came back on the field and that's when obviously Tupo scored his try in the 49th minute. So, and from then on, it was just a bang, 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 Luai, Cleary, Cleary, and then Crichton topped off a great game coming off the bench to score in the 73rd minute. So that was the big thing, uh, Jen, for me. I, I, you know, at the end of the day, they were milking, and it's funny, you know, we all heard what Fitler did after game one. He contacted the referees and had a little chat. It was totally referee different to game one, um, which obviously suited New South Wales. But, you know, they're giving away three or four penalties in a row and Kafusi was the man that copped it when he gave that one away in, in as we know, the 38th minute. Well, it's, you're right, it was refereed differently. We heard the whistle blowing early and consistently throughout mm. this game versus game one. I don't even think there was one blown in the first half last game that the pace was completely different. Queensland had to make just shy of, I think, 100 more tackles to um, New South Wales, obviously a huge component of AFL fans listen to the overnight crowd. But in terms of NRL, that is just where all of your legs and your energy is sapped when you've got to do that much defensive work. Oh, 100%. You're talking 18, you know, an 18, a maximum of 18 sets, aren't you? 
six tackle sets. So you, you do that over the 80 minutes. It, as you say, it sucks. It absolute saps you completely. And the big thing, as we know, they, they miss 60 tackles as well. Yeah. So, but when you've got that many coming at you. But it was an interesting way. You could just see New South Wales approach it differently early too because they let the ball talk, didn't they? Early in, especially early in the game, and the ball found the ground a few times. Um, so straight away. But, yeah, obviously Felice Kafusi scores the first try, Munster scores the next. And um, we all thought, here we go. They're going to rock and roll again. On the back, Caelan Ponga had a wonderful first half. Um, unfortunately, the, the amount of def- attack that was at, thrown at him in the second half, he had to do a lot of attacking and just couldn't use his attacking brilliance in that second half. But I think Brad Fittler, he'll be he'll be back home in Sydney tonight and he'll be thinking, yeah, things worked out all right. And I mentioned to a number of people well, when the Matt Burton selection happened, he's a footballer. He's a state-of-origin footballer. Um, and he had an outstanding debut. He was on fire. How was his – the fact that you can have someone out wide or in, in your centres with the the skill execution and the level that he can bring, the fact that he's got that left boot, which is wild, um, it adds a whole other dimension because you, you can't defend across three different potential kicking threats. It was it's a, it was actually a huge um, ploy for New South Wales to go to him. And that one that spiralled up, I, I was sitting right up the back of Optus Stadium basically leaning up against the back wall <laughs> And even I lost sight of that. <laughs> it was incredible how high that went. Well, for those listening, and, and you mentioned the AFL component, it's it's an actual proper torpedo. So he gets it. It is twirling it is twirling and twirling. He's got one of the best torpedo boots. And, um, yeah, he, he had a good game. As you say, it took the pressure away from Nathan Cleary. I liked Happy Curacao, who started the game. Um, and then Damian Cook came on to finish the game. So... Um, yeah, everything that Freddie did, he, he got the opportunity. Billy Slade was a bit prickly after the game, wasn't he? Some some of the questions, but that's what happens. At the end of the day, you've been beaten by 30, and don't the Blues love Perth, Jen? Oh, <laughs> they'll want to keep coming back. I said the same thing. They'll be like, we'll have a game every series over in Perth. Thank you very much. But, yeah, <laughs> Billy Slater, an interesting one for him. It's very easy to front up to a press conference when you've won and everything's nice and shiny and rosy, but to go down – at, by the same margin as the previous Perth game that got spoken about in the lead-up, that that was, I think they might have even used the word embarrassing, and then it repeats. It was a nasty moment to walk into that room in front of the media. Yeah, it was indeed. And I read an interesting stat today, and I think it's something like 11 games. They they haven't scored more than 20 points in their last 11 games, Queensland. And that's a concern. And they need to score points. And that's where it's just a... A wonderful situation now. It's one all. We go to Suncorp. That's what. Let's all let's put all jokes aside. Whether you go for New South Wales or Queensland, we wanted it one all, didn't we? Oh, I did. <laughs> I want New South Wales to win, oh, but well. I wanted one all totally. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's after game one. But that'll be the concern for Slater. He knows that his side needs to score points, and that's a it's a pretty damning stat that that they haven't scored more than twenty in a minimum. It was at least a minimum of the last eleven games. So. Yeah, that's something they'll have to look at for game three. New South Wales, obviously Jack Whiten, who missed the game and who was probably one of, well, he was New South Wales' best in game one. He had COVID, so he was ruled out. I think he'll come in, but uh, I don't think they'll change too much from that starting 13. I think Talakai will probably slip out for Whiten, but Whiten will definitely come into the 17, I feel. 
Yeah, that'll be interesting because you can't let you, you you're not getting rid of Burton after the impact he had. But for the Maroons, they've got a Maroons. They've got to look at you know their their kicks weren't effective, so New South Wales were just able to run them back too easily. The one thing going in their massive favour, Sol, is I think their history in SunCorp in a decider is very heavily based in Queensland taking out this series. It is indeed, and I can tell the listeners right. Twelve the last twelve times the Origin has been one all with a deciding game three in Brisbane, New South Wales record is two wins only, 1994 and 2005. So that's two wins only, one draw and nine losses. So that that stat you have heard is absolutely spot on. So it's heavily in favour of, of the uh, Maroons as we go to Suncorp July 13. Oh, I cannot wait for game three to come about. I definitely want a New South Wales victory, but it was a brilliant weekend. I ticked off a bucket list item and so you must have been just smiling from ear to ear watching that crowd in Perth and seeing a New South Wales victory leveling, leveling yeah. out the series. You know what I did, Jen? I, I actually, I'm very lucky. I had some nice seats and just down the front, but I went for a walk. I, I walked around the ground and the, the big thing I noticed is, and then I came back to my seat, and you're right about, at the end of the day, it's state of origin, rugby league's tribal, isn't it? But the, the amount of family members, one would be a Queensland supporter, one would be a New South Wales supporter, and then you'd have a, and I'm thinking, geez, you're going to have some fun here tonight, whoever wins this one. But um, you're right, and, and just the dominant, I think the Blatchy Blues, didn't they, make some noise up the, the Canfield end. Oh, that hole, that was just a sea of blue. So, yeah, no, it was good. It, it's a good feeling, and I hope eventually, you know, I hope it does lead to us getting a side over there. Yeah, whether it's the Bears might come across to Perth, but what it does show is that State of Origin itself, Rugby League, State of Origin is the best rivalry going around in Australian sport in that sense. The way people bought into it and turn up and put bums on seats, uh, it's a rivalry that people are very willing to get around. Oh, absolutely. World sport, in my opinion. You know, I, I really do. Not not just Australia. It's it's a wonderful concept, and luckily we've got a decider that's <laughs> Suncorp on July 13. <laughs> Cannot wait for it, Sol. Thanks for joining me tonight on the overnight crowd to to share in my joy of New South Wales getting up over Queensland. I always appreciate your time. Absolutely, Jen, and thanks for talking rugby league. James Sully Sullivan joining us on the overnight crowd. As you know, my moment of the weekend, New South Wales actually sweeping across the State of Origin games that were available across this weekend, but importantly, levelling the series and we go to game three. I cannot wait. You're on the overnight crowd. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.